Today's Local Lady podcast is brought to you by Brown Sugar Coffee Roastery. While Brown Sugar is building a brand new space, they're temporarily open at 203 East Main Street in the former Cowboy Cafe. For the best handcrafted artisan coffee, a relaxed coffee shop atmosphere, and even live music on Thursdays, check out Brown Sugar Coffee Roastery. My favorite drink is a brevet. Follow Brown Sugar on Facebook for more details. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus with the Local Ladies Podcast. And today I am joined with Ron Walker, the Quartermaster of Veterans Hall, and Warren Hess, the Commander of Post 19? 19. I didn't write very well, of the American Legion. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Doing great. Except I'm cold. Yeah, <laughs> that weather. I, I, I think fall is over. We're into winter, huh? I'm afraid so. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it came kind of fast uh, this year. <laughs> faster than I want it to be. That's why I'm going to go to California for Christmas. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully the fires have <laughs> subsided by then. <laughs> so how, so um, Veterans Hall just moved up the street on Main Street. And so kind of tell us a little bit about what Veterans Hall is. Well, Veterans Hall came together just a few years back, about three or four years back. Uh, the thing of it is that people are not willing to join anything <laughs> anymore. And I think every organization in town has the same problem we do. <clears throat> we have been reaching out to so many of the younger veterans, trying to get them involved. In the meantime, us older guys have been doing it, but we're running short of men because we're dying off. It's, well, I'm a Korean veteran, and some of them, uh, or most of them are Vietnam veterans. And uh, Are you Vietnam, Ron? Vietnam era. I was in when the Vietnam War was going okay. on. Okay. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> we were meeting in different places and not having too much success, and being able to have enough people to do all of the things that we wanted to do for the community. Mm -hmm. So we got to thinking that there's a certain amount of us that uh, served in the service, and we, when you join that, you become part of a brotherhood. And we decided to bring that brotherhood together from all these organizations under one uh, banner so that we could be together. Now, we're still all separate groups. Mm -hmm. And we still have our own separate meetings, but we come together and we work together to move ahead to be able to do the things that we do. And this is what has allowed us so much flexibility and to be able to move forward with the different projects that we're doing. Sure, sure. And uh, so we're really, uh, we tried it down at one building and the problem of it is getting an income stream right. set up when you set up a new organization and try to get everything uh, done at one time well I, that's what happens so anyway we come together in a very unique situation because i think we're doing something that probably nobody else is doing anywhere around right. the country we brought those organizations together and although they're still separate we're one because we were one in the service we're brothers then and we're brothers now. And so that allowed us to come together to pool our strength. 
Sure, and I feel like that's such a good point. Every single one of the organizations, the American Legion, VFW, DMV, DAV, sorry, DAV, um, is that all of them? Uh, 40 and 8. 40 and 8. And I can explain that if you want to know. How how that veterans organization got its name was uh, in World War I in France. They had narrow-gauge railroads, Mm -hmm. and so each boxcar because they call it the Boxcar Association, each uh, boxcar held 40 men or eight mules. So we call it the 40 and eight, and most all of us are double-hatted in all of Mm -hmm. these organizations anyway. And uh, everything we do at the 40 and eight is we try to do in French. And if you don't think that isn't funny, (laughs) just get these Wyoming guys to try to speak French. (laughs) It's interesting. (laughs) Well, it's so cool because... Each one of them has their unique benefit to the community yes, and to the veterans, do. but then to be able to expand that so that you guys can be in multi-places. Well, you know, the for instance, the American Legion, they have Boy State, and, uh, and we have the Avenue of Flags, and we have a number of things that we do. The VFW sponsors many youth activities and things of that nature, and, uh, and all of the groups together have a unique part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the 40 and 8 uh, for instance uh, has uh, an endowment that we uh, put together from pancake breakfasts and now we uh, pay tuitions for five nurses each year oh wow and uh, here at cwc wow. uh, which is one of the finest nursing programs mm-hmm. anywhere in the country that's impressive and uh, so it's just all of those things that we bring that together all under one umbrella and then it gets into Veterans Park. Yeah. Well, Ron, I was going to ask you, um, what does the Quartermaster Veterans Hall do? I'm the one that handles the money. Okay. (laughs) And uh, basically, I pay the bills. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. And the the big thing about the, uh, if, because we're the kind of the, the one that pays all the rent, the lights, the internet, anything that comes up, we're the ones that gets the bill. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I will send some of the um, money out to the different VSOs asking to contribute back to it because uh, there's like we've all are facing is the fact that we don't have a good stream of income coming in. So we're working at it. It's something that uh, is probably the hardest thing we're doing is working on get bringing income in. And so right now you guys just got new hats, correct? That you're that you're selling. Yes, this is the hat. I'm wearing one right now. It says Vets Helping Veterans. I love that. At Riverton, Wyoming. This is, we want to sell this to the public. Kind of like get our word out so people could see, hey, this is this is a local group. Yeah, this We're, is unique to Riverton. That's it. Yep. And uh, that's what the whole purpose of it is. We do help a lot of veterans. Uh, surprisingly, we drive people to hospitals at Salt Lake Cheyenne, Casper, and Denver. And we have people who are waiting waiting here online and they have to go up there and back. So we act, the money we try to do is to uh, pay for the hotel rooms and food while the veterans get treatment mm-hmm. and then a trip back for them. Some of them can't drive, so we have to drive them for them. Sure, sure. So, so I, I imagine like having more veterans step up, like there's a lot of service that they can still offer to the brothers and that kind of stuff. And Oh yes, there's 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 a lot of 
uh, factors that we, we we do that people don't even know about. Mm-hmm. One is is the driving the, the veterans to the hospital appointments. Sometimes it's setting up the hospital appointments. Sometimes it's filling out, helping them fill out the forms to get the help that they need. So there's a there's a lot of little things that people don't even know, but we don't have the advertisements like everybody else does. Ours is basically you walk through the door and we help you. <laughs> you guys are always really nice, though. <laughs> well, we've uh, we keep the office open from nine to one, mm-hmm. five days a week, and uh, we encourage everybody to come in and find out what we're doing and especially if they're in need of help, uh, mm-hmm. if it has to do with getting them informed about what they need to do, what forms they need to fill out, as Ron has already said. And uh, we also have emergency funds available, if, uh, uh, such as for gasoline and food and things like that. And we also have contacts with uh, to help homeless veterans We have a whole range of things because we want to be veterans helping veterans. Right. I think that is a beautiful motto. uh, And that's exactly what the Veterans Hall is set up for. Mm -hmm. And so it gives us an opportunity to pool our resources in order to, to be able to give more back to the community. And everything that we do is strictly volunteer. Yes. We don't charge anything. And we do it on our basis, so uh, that's why we're always looking for a revenue stream. Mm-hmm. Now, in the '90s, um, uh, you guys started the Veterans Park. Um, I, yes. I was a small child, and I remember it getting put in, and it's just expanded over the years. So, if you guys want to tell us a little bit about Veterans Park, well, Veterans Park has expanded beyond my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a. <clears throat> I'll let Warren talk about it because him and uh, Ed was working the most on that project for the past year. Uh, another one we just put in was a Native American monument. Um, to m- many people's surprise that Native Americans are the highest percentage people who joined yes. the military. Mm-hmm. And 26 of them has won the Medal of Honor. Wow. And most people are not even aware of those little facts and everything. Um. One other fact I always enjoy is the uh, in World War One, there were the Choctaw Indians in his outfit, and this captain came by and heard both of them talking in their native language, and he stopped and looked at him and said, "What are you talking?" And then they both showed such fear because they were told never to talk in their native language, and he says, "No, I want to know." And he says, "We're speaking Choctaw," and he says, "How many of you can speak Choctaw?" And he said, "Twelve." And he says, I got a job for you. And that's the first code talkers. Most people know about the Navajos, but they don't realize that this started with the Choctaws doing it. And they didn't use any kind of codes. They just talked their native languages. After the war was over, they asked the Germans if they understood what was going on. And they said they were total, because they would tap into the the phone lines and said they had no clue what they were Mm -hmm. saying or what they were doing. And the breakthrough came on the American side because the, Germans didn't know the Germans. There's also was the Germans, the Austrians, and the Austrian Hungarys, Romania, and all those other countries were part of it. Were totally lost, and the Americans just routed them, and it mm-hmm. broke open whole the whole thing on the situation. Mm-hmm. So those are things that we try to bring up to people and let know that this is how much the Native Americans have helped us in many years. Yes, yes, for sure. So. 
Well, I think Jim Hart was probably the first one to come up. He wanted to brought the idea of a veterans park. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to, we had a small one over there behind the city hall, mm-hmm. and uh, we wanted to expand on that. And all of us caught on to the idea of what we wanted to do. So a uh, number of us got together and looked at five different locations in town and decided to expand the one behind city hall. And so that's what started the whole thing, and it's snowballed since then. <clears throat> and we have uh, we've been able to put in our picnic area, which is uh, people are uh, certainly welcome to use, uh, just by letting us know, and it will hold up to about a hundred people, and you can cook there. And uh, we've enclosed it to make it very comfortable. It's so pretty. It's so beautiful, uh, too. Then we begin to add the monuments and the different things and come up with the idea of putting the bricks in there with the different men's name on it. Mm -hmm. The most recent project that we just finished and we just dedicated last week uh, was the one to the Arisan Maru. Now, uh, it was... We did the dedication on October 24th, which was the 75th anniversary. In October 24th, 1944, uh, just uh, not too far from the Battle of Leyte Gulf that was going on, the Japanese put into convoy uh, a ship, a small freighter that had 1,774 men on board. Uh, That was the day that the USS Shark, one of our submarines, sunk the ship because it was not marked. It had fallen behind the rest of the convoy, so it was alone, and they thought it was just a regular freighter. They had no Mm -hmm. idea that we had that many men on board Mm -hmm. that were prisoners of war. So they torpedoed the ship. Also later that evening, shortly after that, the Japanese destroyer sunk the USS Shark. Mm. Now, when these men went into the water, uh, the Japanese would pick up only their own men. And so they left those Americans overnight in the water, and only nine of that group survived. Uh, The shark also lost 87 men. And uh, so we decided, because of the fact that Wyoming had nine of those men, Mm-hmm. on that ship mm-hmm. to dedicate a monument to mm-hmm. them. So we contacted Bot Monument and uh, had them design and build uh, that monument, and we dedicated that monument. It has the story of the Arisan Maru on the front and has the story of the submarine that sank it on the back. It's all dedicated uh, to those men. And when you stop to think about, in 1944, the percentage of people in Wyoming was not that big. Sure. So nine men was a lot to lose. It's still a lot to lose. <laughs> and we were fortunate enough to contact five of the families who were oh. at the dedication, uh, some of their uh, descendants. Mm-hmm. And we were able to honor them, give them the flag that their men had not been able to receive before Mm -hmm. and had not been honored for. And uh, then we were able to take them out to the Sundowner afterwards for dinner. And it was just a great time. That's really Uh, amazing. We had, I probably would say, between 80 and 100 people at the dedication. And uh, it turned out to be really an honoring day for us. 
And uh, it was just a small part of saying thank you. Yes. To the guys who give the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I was up at City Hall last, or after you guys had dedicated it, maybe this week, uh, and it is amazing. It looks really good, and everything you guys have done to the park is, is just profound. All told, we have probably somewhere around $80,000 involved in that park, and all of that has come from the generosity of grants and donations mm-hmm. from people of the community. And I think it's a fitting tribute not only to the men that we honor there, but to the community for what they've done in helping us build that park. Yes, yes. And so if anybody is interested in going and visiting the park, do you want to give them directions on how to get there? Well, yeah, I always <laughs> tell them it's uh, right behind the old Safeway building. You turn mm-hmm. in right there and uh, just off of uh, Pershing. Mm-hmm. And uh, just go back. You'll see the park. It's right behind City Hall itself. Yes, yes. Can't miss it now. You guys have quite the... It's very lovely. And we're still not done. We've got a few more little items that we want to put in there yet. So, uh, but it's a labor of love. Yes. (laughs) Because, you know, some gave some and some gave all. Oh, yes, yes. Um. So one of the most visible things that you guys do throughout town is your avenue of flags um, throughout the community on holidays. Uh, do you kind of want to talk a little bit about that, maybe where it started and then how people can Well, it originally started uh, a few years before I came along. Back yeah. <laughs> in the 60s, uh, the uh, American Legion decided they wanted to do something special, and they started this avenue of flags. And... Uh, through a couple of things that went on that got turned over for a while to the VFW, and then the VFW, when they were getting slowed down, turned it back, and that's when I came into being about 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we reorganized and began the Avenue of Flags, and we put it out on every major holiday and on things such as Fair Day Parade and uh, Day in the Park and things like that, And, and we've added to that. Uh, some of those holidays. Uh, we put out right now uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 160 flags. Uh, I would like to expand that even beyond that, and I can once I get enough people who are willing. And what we would like to do with the Avenue of Flags now is have people come forward that would be willing to say, okay, I'll get a group and we'll do that on such and such a holiday. That way, you're not doing it yourself all the time. So like a business or whoever, personal person, yeah. could sponsor basically uh, a day of helping put it up. Yes, and and we invite uh, uh, clubs, you know. Uh, I'm sure some of the civic clubs uh, might be willing mm-hmm. to do that kind of thing and, and get up a group from their group to take a, a particular holiday. Uh, the You've more had people, some of the high school boys help for a while, correct? Yes, I have, and uh, they, they're they really good. These kids, are, <laughs> uh, you just be amazed. they got all that young energy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, what it takes, right now I have it divided up into three different routes, um, and it takes three pickups and at least two people to each pickup. Uh, if I have more than that, I could divide it up even better. That would take right now. It takes about an hour and a half to put them out and take them in. But we could cut that time if I have more people to do it. 
uh, a lot of times uh, we've been pretty short on people, sure. and that's why uh, uh, we work so hard. If if I can get more groups involved, uh, then instead of on like on day in the park or something where I'm just putting it on Main Street, I could do all of the routes. Sure. Sure. Uh, if I have the people, uh, believe it or not, I even done it by myself oh. one time. So, uh, but I'm not that young anymore. No. So, <laughs> but really, uh, the Avenue of Flags is beautiful. If you get up, if you come on High School Hill and you just look down there on a morning when the sun's coming up, there isn't anything like that sight. It catches my breath every single time. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like taps when we do our honor guard. You can't help but having a tear come to your eye if you really love it like we do. Yes. And yes. Uh, so I invite people to contact me. Uh, you can either contact me down at the hall or on my own personal number, which and is 851-4997. And then also American Legion has a um, Facebook page as well. So Yes, we do. Yeah. So you can find out any information that you guys are doing there. So Yeah, I've got a young lady, and I've got to really say this. Uh, Nancy Eustace, she works up at the, uh, the weather station up okay. here. Uh, she's a go-getter. Yeah. If I had 10 more like her, I'd be real great. But she is my <laughs> adjutant, and she keeps all that stuff straight. And uh, uh, it's just wonderful having people like that. But I just need more of them. More. And they're out there. We just that's what hopefully we can find some people to come help you guys. Well, I was talking <laughs> to Jim this morning and I was just him and I were talking and I think Ron was there at the time, but uh, we uh, you know, we we have this brotherhood. We have this connection with each other and we really want to have men come in and have the passion that we do to want to reach out. Uh, a fellow asked me, what's in it for me if I join your organization? And I said, what's in it for, as far as I'm concerned, is the blessing you get for being able to do something for somebody else and the satisfaction that comes from that. And if I can get people with that kind of passion that really want to be that type of a person, that's who we need. Well, I sat in for your guys' meeting on Tuesday night, and you guys had me laughing the entire time. So, I mean, it's entertainment as well. <laughs> you all are very jolly people. So I, well, I, I, I encourage any veteran out there to come join the Veterans Hall because, like, for myself, I know that I love – you guys are, like – I really enjoyed myself. We'll just put I, it that way. Well, I just tell them. Come down and have coffee with yep. us and enjoy the time together. Get to know us and uh, bring your shovel. And bring your shovel. We're going to put you to work. Warren is the one that got me going here. When I first moved here, I wasn't in, in any any of the uh, veterans organizations. And I was filling up my work truck to go to work. And Warren was filling up his car. And he said, looked at me, he says, are you a veteran? I says, yeah. And he goes, why didn't you join? And I says, I don't have a good reason <laughs> And so he told me to come on down and sign up. And it took me about a week. I, mean, I think it was a month. That I finally showed up and signed up for the veterans organization. And I was still working. I wasn't uh, retired like I am now. So I was still working. So I signed up and everything. And then every time I showed up, the place was closed. And I found out the hours. <laughs> I go, okay. Weird how that works. <laughs> what happened was, is I had a knee replacement and a shoulder 
repair. So I was uh, late. I was still working, but I was fortunate. Uh, I, and I was saying that uh, I would come down and I started learning what was going on and everything. Mm-hmm. And that was the big thing. So I've been a part of it ever since that time. And then I finally retired and uh, I started being more active in, in such a, in the organizations and stuff. So what, so you guys are getting ready to, uh, this will air the week of Veterans Day. So I think your guys' big rap will know who won the um, guns and everything. But kind of talk about what you guys have been working on for the last few months with the. Well, the, the last few months has been, uh, we have had uh, several things that came up. I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to think of the, what we had to do. We, we, we have had several funerals, which is something we end up doing a lot. I don't do them to take at the funerals, but Warren does. And those are things that comes up. But we do help people come in with their problems. I'll tell you about one woman that came in and kind of surprised me. She came in and said, my sister's husband just passed away and he was a veteran. And I says, oh, but she, he lives in South Dakota. And I says, I don't know how much I could help you because we're in Wyoming. We found out that he was in the, in the Vietnam War and he became very ill from Agent Orange. And she says, I'm up to my neck in uh, mm. medical bills and nobody, I can't get any help from anything. So I took her name and number and I says, I can't promise you anything. And she says, but I'll see what I can do. So I got a hold of the veterans here in Wyoming and told them about the problem, her name and number and everything. And they said, yes, we can help her with the medical bills. Yes, we can help her with everything. And uh, I did. Th- I thought, wow, that's great. I'm glad to hear that and everything. And next thing you know, I get a check in the mail for $20 she donated to Veterans Hall mm. and it was like I didn't really do anything I felt kind of bad about it but she insisted on sure giving us the money for it and she was very grateful uh, those are the success stories and we don't get very many like that and I wish we was uh, able to help him or help the, anybody that comes across with problems like that I mean uh I think one of the things we have so many amazing programs out there that will help, but it's making the network, the connections to like get the people who need the help, the help. And so that's kind of what you guys are trying to do with veterans hall is be able to be the networker to get people in touch so that it doesn't necessarily have to go that far either. So that hopefully you can have help while they're alive as well. Well, in the context of this veterans day coming up next week, uh, should be a little parade at 11 to 12 o'clock and then from 12:30 to 1:30 we're going to have our brunch uh down at the fairgrounds down there and uh gonna have good food and uh it's free for the veterans and uh then we're going to set up directly after that because in the evening uh, we're going to have the quilts of valor. Mm-hmm. There'll be 150 quilts given out to veterans that evening, and we'll have a part in that. But the big thing is that at 1:30 we're going to be giving away uh, drawings for those five rifles that we've been selling raffle tickets for. So we've got a full day yes. of uh, busyness, I yes. guess. <laughs> but that's what we're here for. Yes. And uh, we invite everybody to come. You don't have to be a veteran to come to the brunch, but we just invite 
all people who are willing and want to and if they want to make a little donation that's up to them but uh, we certainly would invite them to come Uh, and as far as veterans hall goes anybody who's a veteran it doesn't matter um i'm a wyoming national guard didn't serve overseas but you guys welcomed me with open arms so i just encourage anybody to walk through the door as you told Ron to walk through the door and just sign up. It may take a few months, but... Well, you know, the VFW, they they are called the Veterans of Foreign Wars, and that mm-hmm. was set, the dates for them to be, uh, for their members is set by Congress. Yep. It was set in the same way for the Legion, but just recently we've had a congressional change uh, to that, and now... Uh, you don't have to have served overseas in order to be a man, member of the American Legion. Just served honor. active Just duty. Just served on, on active duty. And so we welcome all who have served. And in the Veterans Hall, we've we've made it just any veteran. Yes. And yes. Uh, it is, uh, we, we just uh, uh, invite everybody to come down and see what we've got and and, and really get involved. You know, it's one of those things I feel like people who join the military have a passion for serving, serving the community. I mean, there has to be something that makes you sign on the dotted line. And I just I just feel like that's such a um, it can continue in your home by being in an organization such as Veterans Hall or any of the other groups underneath your guys's. Well, there was a lot of reasons why so many came from everywhere yes. to serve their country because mm-hmm. the country needed. Yep. And they were willing to serve then and we have so many that are willing to serve now. Yep. And uh, we really honor those. And I don't know if you guys know this, you might have this. Um, Wyoming is the last statistic I saw is fourth in veterans. We are very giving state in that respect and so I think that it's just I really want to encourage any younger service members to come through your guys's doors so I know that I get fired up whenever I'm in there and excited so <laughs> well yeah there's a camaraderie mm-hmm. that comes from the service uh, one or two percent that belong to the services and uh, it's just a special bond and yep. that bond uh, we want to use that bond to reach out to others and bring them in and help them and uh, and be an example to our young yes. people yes. so that they really see what America is all about. Yep. We have a lot of uh, contrary things going on in the world today and a lot of people who seem to want to take that away and it's up to us to preserve that freedom and these things that we have lived and died for. Yes. Uh, and it's our groups such as ours that's got the benefits that the veterans have and others. And without the American Legion and the VFW and all of these other groups going to Congress, doing the different things that we have to do, we would not have the benefits we have today. So the stronger we re- remain, the better we'll be. Yes. So I think that is a perfect note <laughs> to get off. Did you have anything else, Ron? Um, you know, Warren was in Korea. I was in Alaska. And in Alaska, we had a phrase all the time because we were always on alert duty because we were the, that's the state that's closest to Russia. And Russia used to always try to see how fast or how quickly we would react to intrusions from them. 
and uh, we used to have a little phrase all the time. We were on alert cells waiting, and we used to say, uh, chasing bears. Mm -hmm. The horn goes off, we go, and it's usually a bear bomber. And that's the NATO's reversion to the uh, TU-94 bomber. And we would launch planes and everything just to see if we, and they were watching to see how fast we would intercept their aircraft and everything. Uh I believe we were doing the same thing, but we didn't hear any of this information. Right, right. (laughs) But uh, those are kind of things that people don't understand. Alaska is, there's quite a bit of land up there and we're, the Air Force is primary up there taking care and protecting our northern state every day. Mm-hmm. And those are things that most people don't realize. And right. there's people who were stationed in Europe during the Cold War, and they were literally on alert 24-7, and people don't even realize that. Right, right. There was not, they talk about how good times they had, but there was probably some month or six weeks where they didn't have nothing to do but wait for the the horn to go off, so that means you were at war. Right, right. So those are things that you don't realize. May I say one other thing about mm-hmm. one other group that we have? Uh, we're It's a combination of the Legion, the VFW, uh, the Marine Corps League, and all of the veterans down there. We do an honor guard yes. uh, for funerals, mm-hmm. and we're very proud of that honor guard and their ability to do what they do. And uh, we... we in fact, we have a funeral tomorrow, and we have a funeral uh, next Tuesday, and we honor these men who have served and who have been veterans, and as they pass away, and it's it's a an honor for us to be able to honor them mm-hmm. and the service that they give, and uh, we do it for all veterans, not just a particular group, but for all veterans, sure. and uh, I'm just very proud of that organization and what we do and that's a part of uh, our overall if somebody's needing to have a funeral service done do they just contact veterans hall or uh the best thing to do is when they go to davis funeral home davis, davis funeral. funeral home then contacts us sure. with the, and they are they have all the ability to get the information that is needed and they contact us and they will get uh, that honor guard and that is uh, we have a, a small ceremony it takes about 20 minutes that we go through and that involves the rifles and it involves the taps with the dueling bugles it involves also uh, the pipes okay. and plus uh, the uh, chaplain and uh, commander and i'm they, guessing if you guys can expand your um volunteers for that it would be helpful as well oh yeah because <laughs> uh, well there again bethany our our guys are getting older yeah, now yeah. when i came into this group i was the young guy yeah <laughs> not anymore <laughs> yep so, so and you guys I, I guess that's the biggest thing is that there's definitely a need and if you have it in your heart to to continue serving that you guys have a lot of you have somewhere for everybody and if they ever see what we do in some of these things they can't help but want to be a part of it yep um i might be putting you guys on the spot so we'll try to hit as many of them as we can but i was going to have you guys real quick do the hours for veterans hall and then when each of the meetings you guys typically meet okay (laughs) (laughs) if we can't get all of them Uh, i can post it on facebook veterans hall 
is open from 9 to 1, five days a week. So Monday through Friday? Monday yeah, and we're Friday. open on Sunday, uh, Saturday from 10 to 2. 10 to 2, okay. Yes. And also, uh, they meet on the last Tuesday of every month. And that one is open to all veterans? Yes, it is. Okay, last two, except for December. Right. <laughs> and then um, the American Legion meets on the third Monday of every month at 7 o'clock in the evening. Okay. And the VFW meets on the... Tuesday, first Tuesday of the, yes. of the month. And you guys have a schedule of this? Yes, we have a calendar. and yeah. We have a web page for Veterans Hall, too. Okay. That people, is it just... Veterans, and then yeah, I have all the I have all the uh, VSOs there, the commanders, the phone numbers, and everything on Very it. Good. So you can contact any of those people, and they would probably take it. Most of the st- we have the calls go in the veterans hall, and then we, if a person wants to talk to a person in the DAV, we would get a hold of the commander, and then he would get the call for them and sure. everything. Sure. When does the DAV meet? Uh, even months Tuesdays, every Wednesday night at at uh, five, I think it's five o'clock, and it's for an hour. Okay, okay, very good. That's the smallest of the of the of the groups is the DAV. Okay, perfect. Thank you guys. So, and that's American Legion, BFW, DAV. And then and we have a forty and eight. Forty and eight, and yeah. it. Uh, it's meeting on the 6th. Yeah, it's the, is it the 6th or the 5th? It's at the uh, second Tuesday at this time. We're trying to reorganize that and get it going. Originally, the 40 and 8 was part of the Legion. Okay. And it was supposed to be the fun part. Well, they had so much fun, they grew so big, they became their own group. So now now we've got another It's still a lot of fun then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Especially well. trying to speak French. <laughs> I just can't get over that. <laughs> well, I just really appreciate your guys' time, and thank you so much for your service, and um, thank you for coming in today. It was my pleasure, and I'm sure Ron. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Ron.